This is the Unlimited Life podcast show with Zara Mahoon and Teresa Shaver. Zara has been a teacher of the Law of Attraction for over 10 years and Teresa an avid student. Together, Teresa and Zara will share questions, inquiries, strategies, tools, processes, and advice on using the Law of Attraction to benefit you in your life and your business. Teresa came up with the idea for the podcast when searching for a Law of Attraction podcast. It was challenging for her to find one that was 15 to 20 minutes long and give you that quick hit of information and inspiration for an unlimited life to unfold. Join us in this episode as we talk about how to use the Law of Attraction in your life. Hello Unlimited Friends. Today I want to talk to you about the path of least resistance and how to use a knowing of the path of least resistance in order to make the best decisions, in order to create unlimited lives. I know that the term path of least resistance is used a lot, but do people really understand what they're talking about? Knowing the path of least resistance is the easiest way to make decisions. Let me explain how. What the path of least resistance actually means is finding a way that goes around your negative beliefs and still takes you towards the thing that you want. I used to use this analogy that I have always been the sort of person who will find a way to go around the wall rather than try and bring the wall down. It just seems so much easier to me to go around it rather to try and break it down. Well, if you look at your negative beliefs, first of all, how do you look at them? You don't even know where to find all of them. So why not just take the easier path, the path that goes around them? You don't have to take them head on. You don't have to look for them and then tear them apart. You just have to find the path that feels easier. And that's the path that has less beliefs, less negative beliefs on it. That is the path of least resistance. So how do we know if we are on the path of least resistance? it feels easier. You know, one of the ways that I learned this was by starting to say no to things that felt as if they were going to take a lot out of me. So I knew that I've got this week to get through and I have all these things that I need to get done. And if I don't get them done, nobody's going to come and do them for me. I have to do them. And so if something takes me off track, so a friend says, and they live on the other side of town, it's going to take me like three hours to get to them and then three hours to come back. And of course, I'm not just going to go there, open the door, say hello, I'm going to stay there for a couple of hours. That means that's a whole day. What does it mean for me to take a whole day out of my life to go and be with a friend? There are many aspects to this. I love the friend. I love spending time with them. It's not about the friend. It's about how much time it would take me in order to get there to enjoy their company. So what is the comparison? See, it's the comparison that tells you whether or not you've got a hold of the path of least resistance. When I compare these alternatives, so if I take this one day out of my week and I go and visit my friend, visiting them feels good. But taking the time out to do it does not feel good. On the other hand, if I don't go, I get everything done that's on my list of things to do 
Ooh, that feels really good and there's no downside to it. Except that maybe it's less fun than visiting with my friend. Which one feels better? Having my life under control or going to visit a friend for a couple of hours, having a good time, making the friend feel good, I feel good, then I come back and now I'm miserable for the rest of the week because now I have to squeeze all of this work that I wanted to get done into a shorter window of time and that feels stressful. So which one feels lighter? Yes, saying no to the friend's invitation feels lighter. It feels easier than having a bad week. So this is how you find the path of least resistance. Now, when you've made your decision, then stay lined up with it. Don't go backwards and forward. Oh, should I say no? Or you know what? She won't like it. I really should go. I haven't seen them for such a long time. Now what you're doing is you're introducing doubt into the equation. And when you introduce doubt in the equation, that's what Abraham calls wobble. Well, then you're never going to be able to make a decision right? Okay, so when we make one decision, it takes us to a new place where now we have to make another decision. And the next decision is, okay, so I've decided I will have a much better week if I don't go. So I've decided I'm not going. Now the second decision comes up, what am I going to say to my friend? How am I going to decline this invitation? It doesn't feel good to decline the invitation, right? And so you have to find a way. Again, it's about weighing those options that you have. What should I say to my friend? Um, should I give a long explanation and tell them all these things that I have to do? That doesn't feel good. I don't want to have to lay out my laundry list so that I can convince a friend that I have a valid reason for not going to visit them. That doesn't feel good. I don't want to make it about them either. It's not about them, right? So how am I going to say no and make sure that I keep myself in a good place and I also leave my friend in a good place. You see, that's where a lot of us get caught up because we want to say no, but we don't want to hurt anyone else's feelings. We want to do things that are good for us without making anyone else feel bad. With practice, you will learn. And the one thing that I've learned is that explanations are not necessary. They are completely unnecessary and that you actually can get away with saying very little, very little and be truthful because lies does not feel good. Lying makes you feel bad as well. We don't want that because if we do that, then we are bringing ourselves down the emotional scale, whereas our purpose is always to stay above the emotional scale. So what am I going to say to my friend? Well, one of the things that I've learned to do is just to say, you know what, it's just not working for me on this weekend. I wish I could tell you, but all I'm going to say is I have so much on my plate just now that I feel better not coming to visit you, even though I love you very much and I would love to see you. It's just this timing isn't working for me. So how about I'll get in touch with you when I can clear my schedule and feel good about making the trip to your place. How about that? And I'll tell you something, if your friends care about you, which I'm sure that they do, and if you say it with a vibration of caring, your friends will understand. A lot of times what happens to us is that we don't say things with the right vibration. Our uneasiness brings us down the emotional scale. And when we come down the emotional scale and we say something to our friends, our friends are not paying that much attention to the words that we are saying. Their antennas are out and they are tuning into that vibration of unease that you're sending their way 
and that's what makes them feel bad. If you're busy and you can't make it, your friend will never hold it against you because if you say it with a vibration of love, listen, I really can't make it. It's not the right time for me this weekend. How about we reschedule? That's okay. But if you say, you know, um, um, I, I feel uneasy saying this to you, but I don't think I can make it. I have a lot to do this weekend. Do you see the difference in vibration? Yes, but that's what happens. And we don't even realize that we are doing that. But that difference in vibration gets picked up by the friend. And now the friend is thinking, oh gosh, she didn't sound right. I wonder what's going on with her. Was it something that I said to her last time we spoke? Was it something that I forgot to do for her? Hmm, what is it all about? What Or your friend might think, what is she hiding from me? What is she not telling me? And all of those are lower vibrations. See guys, we want to leave our friends in a good place and we want to be in a good place ourselves as well. That's what a deliberate creator does. That is what you need to be conscious of because it's important. You want to leave people feeling better than they did before. Anyone who comes into contact with you should come away saying, oh, what a lovely person, right? Not saying, hmm, I wonder what's wrong with that one. That's what I want to point out to you. The path of least resistance is always there. And you can actually pick a path and then line up with it. So once you decide, okay, I'm going to tell my friend the truth and I don't want to give a lengthy explanation. How do you bring yourself up the emotional scale so that you can actually have this conversation without you dipping and without making the other person dip as well? That's the part of the vibrational work that we need to do. Well, first and foremost is pre-paving. I'm going to talk to this friend of mine and she is absolutely going to understand what I want to tell her because she knows that I love her. I absolutely love her and I would love to spend time with her but it's not going to work this week and she's going to understand that right when you prepave it that way I want her to understand how much I care for her and that when we do get together we'll have a fantastic time when you prepave that can you feel the vibration of that prepaving isn't that wonderful all right so prepave is number one number two find things to appreciate about your decision. I know I'm making the right decision because this decision is going to make sure that my week goes well. I'm going to feel so good because I'm in control of what I'm doing. I'm going to feel so good because I'm on top of everything. I'm going to feel so good that I didn't do this and stress myself out and my friend is going to be okay with it because we love each other. We really care for each other and there are going to be so many other opportunities for us to play together. See, when you do that kind of self-talk, you go up the emotional scale. Number three, appreciate your friend. I love my friend. I especially want to say this to my friend Hina. I love you, Hina. You are like a sister. You are a sister. We have known each other for so many years. And even though we don't see each other often, but I think about you 
a lot. And I wish that we were living closer together so that we'd be able to see each other often. Maybe just drop in for a cup of tea once in a while. And I know that we live too far away for us to be able to do that. But I know that you love me exactly the way I love you. And I appreciate these things about you. I appreciate that when I call, you always pick up. I appreciate that when I send you a message, I always get a response. I appreciate how much I can count on you because I know that if I ever needed help, you would be right there by my side. I appreciate the friendship that we've had for so many years. I appreciate that friendship. I love being part of your family. I love being an auntie to your children. I love that you are auntie to my children. I love that whenever you meet me, you open your arms and you meet me with an open heart full of love. I love that feeling. I love this friendship that we have. And I am looking forward to the next time that we are able to get together. See? See the difference in that vibration? Appreciate your friend. And appreciate the fact, last of all, number four, that life is good for you and that there are so many things for you to appreciate and that things are always working out for you. And that's it. And then breathe a couple of times. Just close your eyes. Bring yourself to a feeling of love and appreciation. Close your eyes and bring an image of your friend into your mind's eye, an image of them and you. The last time when you met and you laughed and laughed and laughed and you stayed up all night catching up on each other's stories. Go back to that. And I have goosebumps going back to that just now. And and then pick up the phone and call your friend. And now the vibration that your friend will pick up from you is going to be a vibration of complete love. She is going to feel your love and your caring over that phone line. And she will know that you have a good reason for not going to visit her. And so folks, I hope that that is a good example I hope that that tells you something about how to make your decisions and then make a decision that's good for you and then line up with it. Do the vibrational work before you actually take the action. So you see, in this example, I did not just pick up the phone and call my friend and say, sorry, can't make it. I took the time to do the vibrational work to go up the emotional scale, to feel better about her and to prepave my vibration, to make it steady and good. And that's when I picked up the phone and called her. Make sense? Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? All right then, path of least resistance. Now I know how to find my path of least resistance. And I'm going to do the vibrational work. I am going to line up before taking action. So in summary, what I want to say to you is the path of least resistance is always the path of least effort. It takes more effort to tell a lie than to tell the truth. It takes more effort to feel bad than it does to feel good. Seriously, it takes more effort. If you're worried about something, you just keep going on and on spending energy on it. It takes a lot more work to worry than it does just to feel good. So the path of least resistance is the path that feels better, that feels like it's going to get you closer to where you're going. That, my friends, is the path of least resistance and you can always find that path. It just takes a little bit of work. Abraham actually calls this process the process of forking. 
They used to talk about forking, oh my goodness, way back in the 80s and 90s. Fork your way forward. Everything has many options. Fork your way forward by comparing two options and eliminating one, right? We know that. The process of elimination is what we call it. And that process of elimination is also the path of least resistance. Process of elimination is the path of least resistance. Thank you for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes some more resources for you to refer to. But join us at her website, zedmahoon.com, or even on the Facebook page, Unlimited Life, Law of Attraction Facebook group, where we have many discussions around the Law of Attraction and its application into your life. Thank you for being with us today, listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review and join us again as you unfold a beautiful life. Mm-hmm.